Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a this summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you love true crime? I love true crime. We know that. Yes, we know that you love true crime. It's we true. know that I love true crime. And knowing that, we've got a new podcast that we're all going to love called The Angel of Vine. It's an audio drama, which is basically just a movie for your ears, guys. Uh, and it combines classic Hollywood noir with contemporary true crime podcasting to tell the story of a journalist who uncovers the audio tapes of a 1950s private eye who cracked the greatest unsolved murder mystery Hollywood has ever known and didn't tell a soul. You can listen to every episode ad-free, plus bonus content exclusively on Stitcher Premium. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com and use promo code BOOK. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jalenta. How do you do it all? It, it all? Yeah, all. all of it. How do you do it all? <laughs> like eat and go to the bathroom and go to the bathroom again. No, like and... the, all the things. Like, you know, when there's a successful woman and she's on a panel and some interviewer's like, but how do you do it all? Success and womanhood. Like, how? That is such an idiotic question. I hate it when yeah. women get asked that question. What do you say? How, how do you do it all, Jolenta? How do you do it? Oh, I just run for the hills when someone asks me how I do it all. But... According to a new book, you don't have to do it all. You only have to do like three things a day. Three things. Yeah, just three things. You don't need to do it all. And I suppose you're going to make me do those three things with you. Uh, of course, because I'm Jolanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book.
In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is Pick 3, You Can Have It All, Just Not Every Day, by Randy Zuckerberg. Randy Zuckerberg is the older sister of Facebook creator Mark Zuckerberg. She grew up in Westchester, New York, an affluent county just north of New York City, and attended the prestigious Horace Mann Preparatory School in the Bronx. In school, Randy was a self-proclaimed theater nerd who dreamed of performing on Broadway. She also dreamed of going to Harvard. But she worried that she wasn't well-rounded enough to get in due to her hyper-focus on theater. But while talking to an admissions officer at Harvard, Zuckerberg learned the theory that would eventually become her motto. Being lopsided is just as valuable as being well-rounded, and lopsided people make the world more interesting. After hearing that, Randy vowed to follow her passions and be one of the interesting ones. And because of this, all of her dreams have come true. She got accepted into Harvard, worked as the highly successful director of communications at Facebook, started her own media company, started a family, wrote a best-selling book, and even starred in a Broadway musical. As her success skyrocketed, Randy was frustrated by always being asked, you're a mom and a businesswoman, how do you do it all? Because the truth is, she doesn't do it all. She's successful because she's still lopsided. Rather than doing it all at once every day, she only chooses three things a day from a list of five to focus on. Those things are work, sleep, family, friends, and fitness. So, for example, one day she might choose work, sleep, family. The next, it might be fitness, friends, work. And each day, her three shift. Randy insists that when we focus solely on the trio we choose each day, prioritizing becomes manageable and we do better work because we're not trying to focus on more than we can handle. She distills her advice in her aptly named book, Pick Three. You can have it all, just not every day. Here's how you do it. Step one, separate your life into five categories. Randy Zuckerberg uses work, family, fitness, friends, and sleep. Work consists of projects where you contribute time and, in return, derive value, like money or a sense of meaning. Family means prioritizing and fostering relationships with your given or chosen family. Fitness covers all areas of wellness, from working out and eating well to meditating and keeping a gratitude journal. Friends is the catch-all category for activities that bring pleasure and have nothing to do with work or family, meaning going out with your bestie or making time for your favorite hobby. And sleep is exactly what it sounds like, making time to sleep. Step two, pick three. Seriously, you only get three per day. While it's incredibly tempting to try for more, remember that we're going for quality over quantity here. Pick only three things to focus on per day and have no fear because you can pick a different three tomorrow. And if you know that you're going to be incredibly focused on one category in future days or weeks, try to choose the other categories now before life gets too out of whack and you end up sleeping all day long or working until you can't see straight. Step three, be great and guilt-free. There's no point in picking three if you're not going to go all in on the three things you've picked to focus on. So pick your three and do those things as well as you possibly can. When guilt about something you're not doing creeps in, remind yourself that you can't do everything well all the time. Beating yourself up will only waste energy you could be using to do your three things. Step four, track your choices. Like any system that holds you accountable, Pick 3 works best if you jot down your choices each day and refer back to make sure you are roughly picking all five categories the same amount over time. Whether you want to track it on paper, on your phone, or in the Pick 3 app, 
logging your three daily choices will give you a sense of the broader overall picture of your life and where you may need to shift a little bit more effort. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. So, Joe Lenta, tell us about your first week of living by Pick 3 by Randy Zuckerberg. Okay, so after reading the book, I decided I'd pick Randy's suggested five categories for my step one, because step one is basically just categorize your yes. life. Yes. So I did what she does, because she says it's a good example, slash it's like what the book's written around. And yes. those are work, family, fitness, friends, and sleep. And then for a few days, I just did step four, which is tracking myself to see where I sort of naturally landed, what three I was picking most often. And those three, basically every day, are work, fitness, and friends. That's all I focus on. Oh, no Brad and no sleep. I mean, I feel like he's a friend. Oh, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But I could definitely do, do with more sleep and family in my life, so... On my first day of actually picking three, which I guess is step two, Mm -hmm. I knew I would prioritize family, but then I was confused about what family meant. Ooh. Uh, So maybe it's not Brad. Yeah. So, well, I talked to my partner, Brad, about this very issue. Let's take a listen. Are you my family or my friend? Family. Because I feel like hanging out with you is more like a friend hangout. Oh, that's because we don't have any friends. No, I have friends. I talk to them all the time. Oh, I don't have any friends. No, I know you don't. <laughs> but, like, when we had coffee today, it felt like I was, like, chilling with a friend. But, like, is that family time? Or is family time, like, forcing myself to talk to my parents? I just feel like all my friends and family feel the same sometimes, too. Like, I don't know. Well, that's because you grew up in a, you were an only child and your family called you their friend. Didn't your dad, doesn't your dad literally call you buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you guys are all peers. Yeah. And my mom calls me her best friend. Okay, great. So <laughs> I wonder why your family and friends seem interchangeable. Really good insight. It's like I'm your family. It's like I know Whoa! you. <laughs> That's good one. Oh, he's funny. He's funny. Brad is really funny. Brad is funny. And actually, both of you are right here. If you read Randy's book, she kind of blurs the line back and forth between is family chosen family, is family your given family. Like one minute she's talking about her brother Mark and her perfect parents, and the next minute she's talking about it being chosen people in your life. So, So, yeah, I figure her lines are blurry, my lines are blurry. When I focus on family, I'm just going to text my best friend, who's like a sister to me. Uh, We've known each other since we were five. That's family, right? Uh, And asked her how moving in with her boyfriend was going. Nice. Yeah. And after that, I moved on to something I actually understood. So I picked fitness for a few days. And uh, Randy says in the book to give yourself extra fitness goals to help you focus on fitness. And she's like, her goal is to run a marathon. I'm like, that's never going to be my goal. Yeah. Um, So what did you decide on then? So I decided to give myself a goal of being able to do a yoga headstand or at least work towards it you know it's like it's when your head is on the ground and your hands are on the ground and you like push up and I can never do it when it's taught in my yoga class and I sort of always like laughing off but deep down I like desperately want to be able to do it so 
You set that goal. I got to practicing. Nice. And here I am on my very first try. I'm watching a YouTube tutorial and getting some help from Brad. That's I can do the foundation. Where did I left off? Hold my leg. This doesn't look mindful. Whoa! This is a great place to just be to build strength. Practicing. Whoa! Look at you. I can do it once. You're there. Yeah, you're leaning a little towards me. Towards you? Yeah. I'm going to press up through the ball joint back. the big toe, begin to straighten yeah. the legs, and really lengthen my tailbone up towards ah, the top. No! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you didn't think I was yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Sydney. It's better than I thought it, it would be. Fun? It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, or it sounds I like mean, you did it. Brad was just holding my feet in the air, and the second he let go, I like immediately fell down, and it scared the shit out of me. So, anyway, th- I, there was progress to be made. But uh, at least you have a goal, goal now, and you're right. working toward it. Exactly. Um, and then, what'd you do after that? So after that, I ended up having to pick work a lot. Work was busy. I also. Picked family more. I would check in with family members who lived far away. I would call them. I would hang out with Brad, which I don't know if it's friends or family. And things were fine. But but throughout the week, I was still having some problems with just general pick three theories. And here I am just working that out in an audio diary. I'm alone. I'm hungover. I'm in a shitty mood. And, uh... I've just been running errands all day. Vacuum, get groceries, uh, do laundry. Like, what is that? What category is that? I think I'm so sick of, like, jamming things into categories. And also, sleep. Does sleep count, uh, like, the night before the day where you pick three or after? Like, I, I sleep in between picking three things. So, like, do I count last night's sleep as as today's pick or or tonight's sleep as today's pick, even though I don't know when it's happened yet? I I went back to the book and I like did a search in the ebook for groceries, for for shopping, for cleaning, for vacuuming. And the only time these things come up is like, you know, pay someone to do it. Randy Zuckerberg, do you ever fucking just have to do groceries by yourself? Like, is that family? I'm alone. Is it fitness? Cause I'm like getting food or vacuuming. Like, cause I, I burn calories when I vacuum. Like that is not fitness. I'm losing my fucking mind. Uh, yes, that is a big, big, irritating, frustrating oversight of this book. What, the sleep part or the chores part? All of it. All all of it. And, you know, if you got Facebook money to pay people, I mean, oh, now I feel like I'm starting to go into my week one because maybe Dean and I had a very similar yeah, venting session Interesting, about interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's where I ended my first week, being like, I'm doing stuff, but also like, what is this? So I would very much like to hear how your first week of Living by Pick 3 went. Ah, well, let's get to it. So I started with step one. Getting to know the five categories, just like you. Classic. But right off the bat, I have to say I was struggling with the same thing you were just talking about in the same sort of way you were. Here I am discussing step one with my husband, Dean. All right. So these are her categories. Okay. And I think they're really stupid. Okay. They are friends, family, uh-huh. sleep, uh-huh. fitness, uh-huh. 
and work. Uh-huh. These are all of the things that a person has to juggle all the time. When someone says, how do you do it all? Those are the five things that most people are referring to in her opinion. What about giving back? I think you're right that giving back should be in there. I think nourishing your brain. Yeah, I think human connections should be in there. Well, so, I mean, I guess you could twist her categories to those things, right? Friends must be human connection, right? But not family, because that's different. Um, no, she friends mean people she's not related to, and it means fun. So if she goes to the theater, she counts that as friends, even if no friend is with her. That's weird. And also, how do you get all the other things done? If people say, how do you do it all? There's also things like your household responsibilities. Did you say she was a Zuckerberg? Dean, Dean. He was so sweet and, like, gives such the benefit of the doubt. But then at the end, he's like, oh, but also, like, she got Facebook money. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And And that's how she can pick a three things. Yeah. Yeah. But we're living by this book, so we have to pick three things also. Right. Right. Yeah. So So the next thing I did was... I actually picked them, which step is step two. two. Yeah, I picked three. And here I am again with Dean talking about my first pick three picks. And if this tape sounds echoey, that's because Dean and I were in the bathtub. Just kidding. We were just oh talking God. in the bathroom naked. I'm going to work a lot today. I have lots of meetings. Okay. Um, I have to get things ready for the business trip later this week. Uh-huh. And So that's... And then I have to make some phone calls to hustle for things related to life after panoply. Yes, you do. And um, <laughs> we've got to find somewhere to land this show. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's all work stuff. Yeah. So work, and I'm going to try to sleep tonight. Yes. And then now I'm spending time with you. Yes. Yes, that's three. three. That's three. three that's you, three. You can go back to bed. <laughs> and then knock off that sleep. Who's going to do my work? Oh, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> Yeah, so you'll notice I kept talking about work I mean, and work and work in there. I three picks were just work three times. Well, there's a good reason for that. There, there actually is. This was yeah. a very work-heavy time for me. It was actually my final two weeks of working at Panoply when we Oof, were living by this book. Yes. And that's because, as listeners may recall, my entire arm of the company folded. And while my team was let go almost immediately, I had to finish a project that had me traveling to seven cities in seven weeks, flying everywhere from Houston, Texas, to Fort Wayne, Indiana. So pretty much every day was all about work with a little Dean and some efforts to sleep. But then, at the end of the week, it was time for me to take another business trip, and that's when I decided to shake things up with step three. And that would be the step about being great and guilt-free, right? And I was. Oh, I can't wait to hear. I am walking right now through, uh, I don't know what this area is. It's not quite a strip mall. It's kind of off of a highway. I don't know what I would call this. And I am walking, partly because I love to walk, but um, why not check off a box while picking three, for pick three, uh, called walking. I know that um, our author does not consider walking real exercise. She actually makes it very clear in the book that walking is not exercise, but too bad. I am on a short walk, walking around this little area by my hotel, and... This is serving as exercise, even if it's just a brief 10-minute walk. And what does she expect of me? I am working my tail off, finish up my job, traveling around the country. And, uh, yeah, it's exercise to me. 
Listen to me. Zero guilt, speed, walking. Yes. And walking is fitness. I cannot no, believe I she agree. doesn't count it as fitness. I mean, she doesn't understand that walking to you means rage walking. And like, <laughs> listen to how winded you were, like clearly getting a workout. But I imagine your arms are flailing a little more. That's getting your heart rate up. Like you sound like you're going a little faster than your average walker. You could hear the wind in the speaker yeah, of the floor. Yeah, it sounds like you were just like sprinting off some anger. Um, yeah, no, I think walking is fitness. Like, why make your life harder than it has to be, Randy? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Not all of us are going to run marathons, Randy. Some of us are going to count walking as fitness. And I did. And then, for the remainder of the week, I worked and I walked and I slept and I did it all guilt-free. That's what I did during the remainder of my week one during my business trip. So you just did what you were there to do. You didn't beat yourself up about, mm-hmm. like, but your friends, like, because yep. you knew you'd pick them later. Yep. I knew I was going to pick other things later. That's so a solid, That's a solid week one end. Why don't we take a break to celebrate that? Let's do it. Want to walk to the bathroom? Uh, Yeah, because walking is exercise. It is fitness, and going to the bathroom is health. Yay. Yay. And friends. Buy the Book is brought to you by Burrow. Are you planning on big changes in the new year? It's tough, whether you're trying to break a bad habit or break a bad relationship. One of the changes that should be easy is pulling the plug on that worn-out hand-me-down couch you've been hanging on to. Start fresh in 2019 with the most comfortable, durable, and stylish sofa out there from Burrow. Once you spend a few minutes on your Burrow sofa, you'll wonder how you went so long without it. And not only are you starting off the new year well with Burrow, you're also picking three, Jolenta. What? What what three things am I picking? I'm picking comfort. I am picking the ease of a modular design, which means I can change up the size of my sofa at any time and get a load of this. The third thing, mm-hmm. a built-in USB charger so you never have to get up. I never get off my Burrow couch because I can just plug in my devices and just sit there and relax. I go to Kristen's Burrow couch to charge my phone. I call that multitasking furniture. So make a resolution in favor of comfort and convenience for the new year and save $75 on a Burrow sofa by visiting burrow.com slash buy the book. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash buy the book to save $75 on your sofa. Thanks again to Burrow for supporting our show. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about our first weeks of living by pick three. Now let's talk about week two. So I ended week one feeling like pick three was not helping me get things done that I actually needed to get done, like, you know, my laundry or buying my groceries. So I was like, it's time to shake things up. I'm going to make pick three work for me now. Yes. You work for me, pick three. Do it. Do it. How did you do it? I just made my own five new categories to live my life by. All right. I want to hear them. Tell me about these categories. Okay. So First is rest. It's basically like sleep, but it covers other things like watching my shows and crocheting. Nice. Then there is love, which is just my family and my friends and any animals that I love, like all rolled into one category because spending time with them, like love love is love. Yes. Then I have enrichment, which is basically anything that makes my quality of life better. 
So that's, you know, anything from therapy and yoga to tricking myself into thinking chores are enrichment, you know, like making sure <laughs> I stay fed and like live in a clean environment is technically enriching. Oh, yeah. Then there is laughter. And that's my comedy work. That Yay. sounds so corny. No, but, but it's hey. true. But it's it, true. And it's, it's comedy, writing sets, going to open mics, doing shows, looking for humor in things just in general. And my last category is storytelling, which is sort of my other side of my work life, which is, you know, when I do storytelling shows or do this podcast, you know, when I share stories about my life or help other people share their stories to spread awareness about things that I think are important. Those categories make way more sense. Yes. They just make, oh my gosh, they cover stuff that the book does not cover at all. And, and, I think, and they're very specific to you also. I was going to say, and I feel like in them being so specific, they end up covering more than the five sort of general ones that you'd think would cover everything but are also super confusing. Um, so when I started actually living by those categories in week two, I actually was getting everything done that I needed to get done. And when unexpected tasks would pop up, my new picks pretty easily accommodated them. Take a listen. Our neighbor just emailed to say uh, they have complaints about Frank barking. And even though I'm almost positive it's the dog that lives next to them that is the same breed as Frank barking. Uh, because today's an enrichment day. Uh, working on training him and practicing leaving him alone fits right into that. Well, Frank, I am so sorry you got in trouble, little guy. It's not your fault, Frank. I'm sorry. Sorry, Frank. Um, but Jolenta, I am so glad that your new categories made you more able to go with the flow during pick three. Yeah, yeah. The second week, I was definitely able to go with the flow, and I went with the flow all the way through to completing my fitness goal that I set in week one. Ooh, the headstand. Yes, nice. Yeah. Take a little listen. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to headstand all over your butt. You got your legs up. Yeah. You're, you're, oh, look, you're standing. Whoa. Oh, there you are. You're standing right now. Your feet aren't on the wall. Are you impressed? Yeah. Have I gotten better? Frank, get yeah. out of my way. Oh, I can't. Is this where your legs are supposed to go? I guess. I need you to use your core strength and stay there. <laughs> I'm, I'm... Good impressed. job! Yeah? Yeah. You did it! Yay. Yay! You did it! So that was that was a, yeah, a fun way to end my week, too. Just make that full circle, full headstand, whatever you want to call it. I'd say you sounded like you had balance. I, I, like... <laughs> I said it. I can't I said it. believe I you said that. That I was horrible. Did. Let us please change topics. <laughs> and why don't you tell me about your week two and never make a joke like that again? All right. I'll not make another joke like that for at least two minutes. All right. Yeah. So week two of this book was my final week at Panoply, and I was taking my final business trip with Panoply as well during this last week. And so during week two, I did a lot of the same things I did during week one while I was traveling. Right. I prioritized prioritized work, of course, because my life was pretty much just Traveling work. Traveling for work. Yes. And fitness, or at least my version of it. Walking. Like quickly walking through parking no lots and so Randy. on. Randy. 
and um, sleep. And sleep was not always easy because I was sometimes in different time zones. Sometimes I was waking up at four in the morning to catch flights. And I did try my best to use some of Randy's tips. Like she says, use a sleep alarm to go to bed and to wake up and so on. And she even has this rule of don't take any red eye flights. So I, I did try to follow her guidelines, but things didn't go quite as planned. Oh, no. So I had a red eye flight from California to New York that uh, was supposed to land in New York at 6 in the morning. But as per Randy Zuckerberg's suggestion, I changed my flight so that I would land at a reasonable time in New York around midnight so I could get home and go to bed and try to sleep a normal night's sleep tonight. But the flight I switched to, it turned out that that plane had mechanical errors, and then I ended up on an overnight flight anyway. And so this whole pick three that was going to include sleep is not going to include sleep after all. So this whole pick three and you'll never be overextended, yeah, that's not applying to me today. Sounds like your fourth pick was complaining. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, I I was on the same page as you in week two and week one where it doesn't allow for any sort of pop-up inconveniences. Like, there's no change of plans in pick three. No, absolutely not. And so when I got home from my trip, I was exhausted, but I had to head straight back to work. I had meetings and phone calls and more meetings and emails to send. I was presenting at a conference. It was my final week, and I had so much to do, and I was a ball of stress. So and you were still barely sleeping at all. Like completely unbalanced. Completely. I mean, unbalanced. life just demanded you pick work like for everything all the time. Yes, but according to her, I had to pick three. So I kept picking work plus fitness, aka walking Slash to and from walking work somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And sleep. So I was doing what she said, but it was not making my life more balanced at all. It just wasn't doing it. And on top of everything else, pick three was hitting me over the head with the fact that I was not seeing any of my friends because I never had time to pick the friends category. And I almost was never seeing Dean either because I barely picked the family category. And that was breaking my heart. Did it get any better or more manageable by the end of the week when work was winding down? No, it didn't. It did not get better. And as a matter of fact, when my final day of work finally arrived, Mm -hmm. when I was feeling totally exhausted and sad, when everything was coming to an end, I just kept thinking of all the ways I was failing at this book. It was just one more thing to feel upset about. But then a couple of things happened that sort of shifted everything and helped me to reassess how I was categorizing stuff. Surprise! Hey, hon! 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 What are you doing here? I thought I'd come and pick you up since it's the last day of work. And I didn't want you to end work on a sad note. Oh, you're the best husband. I hate all the other husbands. You're the best husband. Yeah, and fill the world with hate. (laughs) But guess what? Guess what? Uh, what? It wasn't actually a totally sad day because everybody who was left at Panoply, all the last people standing... They threw me a surprise party. Oh, that's awesome. And so even though it's been nothing but work, 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 it actually ended with friends. Oh, that's awesome. And you're my family. So Yay, I'm, sorry, I'm getting really off. emotional. I'm getting that's super emotional. Off me. Amazing. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, you. it isn't just work. 
I love them. They're my friends. And I love you. You're my family. It's Aww. all good. It's all good. And even though I didn't set out to do any of those things today, that those were not my pick three for the day. But I did them, and life is good, and it doesn't matter whether or not I picked them. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's really sweet. You are getting choked. You are getting choked up listening to yourself. Oh, I'm just getting choked up thinking about how great all those people are. No, all I those know, people I love. Really yeah. great people. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. And you know, I'm sure Randy Zuckerberg would say I was not living her book right, that I was just working, working, working. But when it comes down to it, looking back at my two weeks of living by this book, I was also spending time with friends and family right. because that's who my coworkers are. Yeah. And of course, Dean is also my family. And, and you live with them. Yeah. And I didn't have to decide in advance on my categories in order for those things to be true. They just were. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. That very much makes me want to talk about verdicts. But we have to take a break first before we can do that. Let's do it. Okay, Jolenta, it is time to get down to business. It is business time. It is verdict time. Did pick three actually work? Would we recommend it? Did it change our lives? Kristen. Yes. My answer is no. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. No, no, no. I picked no three times. (laughs) Um, I do not think this book changed my life or made it better. Uh, In fact, I hated this book. I did not like it. I didn't like reading it. I didn't like living by it. I didn't like having to think about it. I feel like living by pick three disrupted my daily flow, which may not be like the most efficient daily flow, but the disruption made me self-conscious and made me sort of second guess the decisions I normally make. I just feel like Randy just sort of shook me but didn't help me. Does that mm. make sense? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It totally Where makes I was sense. like, now I just feel guilty about not focusing on things I've, like, randomly ascribed categories to. And, like, what if I just do the shit I need to do each day? Yeah. Like, and just try to enjoy it and make it work. I don't know. I just feel like maybe I'm broken because I don't want to be, like, Ultra productive, the way Randy Zuckerberg does, or something. But I don't even think it's about being ultra productive. It tripped productive, up my life. Though. It just made it harder. No, the things that are important to her are just not the same things, though, that are important to you. Yeah, like I got behind on chores living by this book. It's just this book is about how to have it all still, even though the theory of the book is also like having it all doesn't exist. You can only have different parts of all, but it's like, why don't we question the all and like whether or not we actually want it, not just blindly try to like life hack our way to, you know, ending up in a lifestyle magazine. It's just another one of those like, this is a lifestyle health book about eating that like will make you skinny. This is a, like, don't give a shit, like, you do you while trying to obtain, like, every normal status symbol. Yeah. Well, I guess you're not going to be surprised to hear. I also hated this book. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah, I hated it. Anything that tells you not to focus on work all the time, like, tends to rub (laughs) you the wrong way. And I have to second what you were saying, like, have it all, do it all. 
I have never in my life been tempted to have it all or do it all. I am just one person. I can't do it all. And even if I did, I wouldn't want to do all the things that Randy thinks I should be doing. Yes, I love to work, and so does she, but that's kind of where our similarities end. Yeah. I don't put my friends and family into separate categories the way she does. I'm a little bit more like you, Jolenta. You're not training for a marathon. No, I'm definitely not training for a marathon. But more importantly, the book did not improve my life. Yeah. As you heard, each day I'd pick three things, and then life would happen, and it didn't matter what I picked. I'd end up not sleeping, no matter what, mm-hmm. or I'd end up just working, working, working. For the most part, that was my entire two weeks, but right. working, traveling, working, 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 and then kind of just jerry-rigging uh, fitness into there somehow, or yeah. trying to get sleep in, but then totally failing to do that. And the fact is that life just isn't as simple as choosing three categories a day. Nobody's life is that simple. And Thank God for that because I like surprises. I like the fact Mm, that Dean just showed up at work. I like the fact that there was a surprise party for me. I like the fact that things both good and bad pop up in my life every day and that I don't plan for them. And how boring would life be if we didn't have those surprises that take us off track? It would be boring. Yeah. It would be really, really boring. So in short, maybe Randy's plan works for her, but it does not work for me. And I am so glad we are done living by this book. I pick three thumbs down. I pick three trash cans. Wow. I think you pick three recycling bins. Correct. And that's it for this episode of Buy the Book. Huge thanks to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie, Jared O'Connell, and Casey Holford. Thanks also to our composer, Nate Wyda, and to the Rizzos who perform our theme song. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read Pick 3 and how it worked or did not work for you. And also send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by. Also, just if you know Randy Zuckerberg, how does she react when, like, surprises happen in her life? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a I really good question. I just am curious because I want to know how, like, a master would incorporate it. Yes. You can tweet at us, too. <laughs> Our Twitter handles are at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, and at ByTheBookPod. And you should also email us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com. And also check out our Instagram because Jolenta's in charge of that. So that means there's always cute pictures of Frank there. That's true. Our Instagram is at bythebookpod. Also, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to the show. It helps other people find our show. Tell your friends about our show. Say your top three picks for your favorite podcast or just buy the book, buy the book, and buy the book. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This makes no sense. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) Like, just make up your mind to do it, dum-dum, and do three things, and excel at them, and go to Harvard. Stitcher. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.